Welcome to the Homeopathy for Mommies radio show. Your host, Sue Meyer, is a Catholic wife and homeschool mom of 11. She shares her knowledge of the study of natural alternative medicine with you. While this show is not intended to diagnose or name any disease, through her experience, Sue will share helpful information to help you further your study into the amazing world of homeopathy. And now, here's your host, Sue Meyer. Hello, and welcome to Homeopathy for Mommies. I'm Sue Meyer. Today we are going to talk about (laughs) fear, courage, and want of grit. I know that's kind of a funny title, but the thing is, is I just wrote a blog and I thought, you know what? We're in such critical times right now where people are going to have to start waking up. And honestly, our society has been so preconditioned to be afraid of everything that how do we overcome that? You know, you've heard the expression gutless wonder. He has no courage. (laughs) All of these things, it's true. We've been living on processed foods and things that destroy our gut flora and honestly, All of those things really work to make us less courageous and have what they call in the homeopathic materia medica want of grit. So I thought, well, let's just talk about this. And it it really helps us to be able to see the real picture. Because like I said, we have been living such complacent lives for so long. We live in a country that gives us everything we want literally at our fingertips. We don't have to work or fight or be courageous for anything anymore. We think, oh, we have our military, they'll, they'll take care of it for us. Well, I'm sorry, but our military is also in a shambles. I do believe that the men and women in our military have absolute perfect desire to defend their country. But like I said, it's chain of command and their hands are tied in many, many ways. But beyond all that, the thing is, is like I said, our gut flora is in a shambles. We need to really start working at what we eat, get everything where it's supposed to be, Like I said, probiotics are really a good start. They really help to get things going in the right direction. But again, bowel nozodes are really helpful because when we've lived in a, in a situation where we have become complacent, everything on the inside of us actually forms into that, that same mode. So you take families, well, let's like even one of the bowel nozodes, we talked about this in a, in a training here not too long ago, but families who have lived historically in a fearful situation their gut flora actually is dominant in that situation. So it's, it, takes, it takes time for us to change. And it takes time for us to develop the kind of courage it's going to take to fight back for our country. <laughs> so anyway, if you'd want to read my blog, I did put a, I'm going to put a link in here and you can, you can read that. And you'll kind of see where I'm coming from when I say we need to become courageous again. So with that... I'm going to talk today about some remedies that may help when it comes to developing some courage and being able to speak up when we need to speak up. We have to stop being so complacent, folks. We really do. And we have to, I don't know. (laughs) So anyway, um, here's some of the remedies that are really helpful when it comes to, like, say, fear, courage, and want of grit. And we all know the remedy aconite so well that I really don't even need to talk about it, but I'm going to. (laughs) Aconite is a remedy needed whenever shock and fright 
are words that come up. When I say shock, it can be the shock of anything. It can be the shock of something that someone has done to you. Someone has a, a girl and a boy have been dating for a long period of time. One or the other gets an abrupt dump. That shock can actually lead to tremendous physical ailments simply because of the shock. And again, you know, we have people losing their jobs today. We have people in absolute despair due to the shock of the situation. And at that time, aconite may very well be a great remedy. Like I said, aconite, anytime there has been a shock or the patient feels that he may die, um, a fear of falling or any, like I said, anytime he thinks he'll die. I, what I've done today is I've taken John Clark. He's like I said, one of my favorite authors <laughs> and I have, um, I'm going to use his book today just to kind of read out of this so that you get a better idea of each remedy. For aconite, he says Hahnemann, when Hahnemann proved aconite, he says that with the presence of restlessness, anxiety, fear, and exalted sensibility, these are the conditions for aconite. So there's always exalted fear, exalted sensibility. Like I said, the shock is right at the top and they will just say that. Well, it was the shock. I can't believe this happened to me. I can't, I can't understand why this happened. And like I said, those are all words, synonyms of the need for aconite. We have, I actually have listed many, many remedies here for, for, for fear, but we're only going to talk about a handful of them. And oddly enough, I'm putting uh, Honest Barbera is the equivalent of a, like oscillococcinum. It's tuberculosis taken from the duck liver. And I think it's really, really a prevalent remedy for what's going on today because Honest Barbera, with that remedy, that tuberculosis disposition, there is an uncontrolled fear of dirt, of being polluted or toxic. Dirt, germs, contagions, disorders, fears to shake hands or touch others for fear of germs and contamination. Doesn't it sound like what we're going through right now? <laughs> okay, I'm not laughing. Like I said, if you read my blog, you'll understand. I, I went to town and I couldn't believe what I seen. The absolute manic behavior of adults. Okay, it was insanity. I, I just, I mean, if people are really, really this afraid, why do they even go out? I just cannot believe the insanity. Like I said, they just believe everything that the media is telling them and they just have taken it to a height of, like I said, it's manic and we need to do something about it. <laughs> we need to get a hold of ourselves and we need to find this, this, this courage. And with the use of some of these homeopathic remedies, like I said, if you fall into one of these categories or if you know someone who's in one of these categories, oh my goodness, get him the remedy. Start giving it to him. You can give it to him because it's for mental issues. You can give it to him in a higher potency. You know, if they have the actual physical ailments, then keep the potencies a little bit lower. But for all of these remedies, like I said, they do help. They really, really do. They help to calm and bring balance. And yes, eventually, you know, it even helps to, you know, alter that gut flora. If we can find a right a remedy that works really, really well for us, it will even, like I said, alter the gut flora. And if we have someone with super, super high anxiety and fears, then we can go to our bowel nosodes and, and we can use something that will help to bring down that level of severe anxiety. But like I said, that's in our other training. I'm not going to get into that here, but you can also go on Homeopathy for Mommy's website and look up the bowel nosode training and get some good information because it, it really is good information. Okay, so let's move on. We have another remedy that's not really well known to a lot of people, but it's called Angostura Vera. 
And this remedy, like I said, is not one you typically think of for fright or for courage or want of grit. But that's why I say that's why I'm bringing it up today because these patients are easily frightened in starts. You know, you know, talk about ah, that type of start, you know what I'm talking about? They tend to have timidity of character and a tendency to take alarm. And they have a want of self-confidence. So, and it's, like I said, it's from the Rudy H.A. family, which the Rudy H.A. family is like from Rudigrav. They tend to have more issues with tendonitis, stuff like that. And I, I'm, I'm bringing it up because it is a really good remedy to know about. Timidity of character and tendency to take alarm. Again, want of self-confidence. They can have ill humor and discontent with great readiness to take offense, extreme excitement and gaiety, absence of mind and reveries, vivacity of mind, and chiefly in the afternoon. Let's see, that, that is John H. Clark explaining to us that <laughs> a little bit emotionally unstable, but they, they do have a want of self-courage. So it's a self-confidence. So it is a really good remedy for those if they fit into that category. Argentum nitricum is one of our most well-known remedies for for fright and anxiety of an upcoming event with diarrhea. So someone who has to perform or go somewhere or they have something that's coming up. So for instance, if we're going to go to the Capitol and we're going to complain because we don't like the way our governor is keeping everyone in lockdown or we don't like the way that the things are going and we need to fight for this. We need to go and express our views and say, hey, we the people, this is what we want. Okay, but I get really nervous and I have to make trots to the bathroom several times in an hour. All of those signs and symptoms are, say, oh, you know what? Take a dose of Argentum. If you have that, that trotting experience to the bathroom, it can really help to bolster up that self-confidence and, and make you be able to fight when you need to fight. And I'm not saying like with fists and guns and things like that. The voice of the people is really, really strong. And if we start standing up for what we believe. I know we always think we will have to have a, you know, we'll back this leader, we'll back that leader. But you know what? It's force of numbers that actually get things changed. It's not this lobbyist or that lobbyist. Yeah, sure. They get laws changed because there's nobody else there to argue with, you know, to argue their point. And so that's how laws get changed is when there's nobody there to, to argue with them. And it's, it's really, really sad the way things, it's basically, you know, whoever has the highest, <laughs> gift receipt that gets things done. It's in, that's not the way it's supposed to be. It, it just isn't. Argentum nitricum. John H. Clark writes, mental anxiety, very impulsive, always in a hurry, but accomplishes nothing. <laughs> okay. We all need this remedy. In continual motion, he walks fast. He hurries. He's restless to fulfill engagements, fears to be late when there is plenty of time. He's melancholic, does not undertake anything lest he should not succeed. His impulse is to throw himself from the window. Frequent errors of perception, mistakes, distances, fears, house corners, time. <laughs> time seems to pass very slowly. Apprehension when ready to go to church or opera. I mean, how many of us get to go to opera? But you have to remember this was back in the day. <laughs> Bringing on diarrhea. Easily angered or excited. Anger brings on symptoms, cough, pain, etc. He can be, have profound melancholy, imagines if left alone he will die, apprehends incurable disease of brain, nightly nervousness with heat and fullness of the head, nervous, faintish, and tremulous sensation, awful faces appear on shutting his eyes, apathy, mental operations are sluggish, 
Thought requires effort, complete loss of consciousness, memory is impaired, cannot find the right word, building castles in the air by day, and monstrous visions by night. That's a pretty good description of pretty much all of us, right? <laughs> anyway, Argentum is a wonderful remedy, Argentum Nitricum, for helping us to gain confidence to do what needs to be done and brings everything down to a reasonable pace so that we can actually accomplish something. Another remedy, and I think this is probably one of the great remedies for what's going on in our day, is arsenicum. And arsenicum, the main focus of arsenicum is they fear others are stealing from them. Fear of death, thinks himself incurable, incurable, is surely going to die. He has a dread of death. That's why it's such a good remedy for people who really are dying. Because our natural tendencies are to, when we're dying, is Everybody goes through the fear, okay? The actual fear of passing over. Uh, he has fear when he's alone or going to bed for patients who are nearing death and are anxious and fearful. Kent writes, melancholy. Sometimes of a religious character, sadness, care, chagrin, cries and complains, anguish, driving him from bed at night because he's so he has so much anxiety and restlessness. The thing about arsenicum is that profound restlessness. He has anger with anxiety, this restlessness and sensation of coldness. He has trembling, with cold sweat, oppression of the chest, difficulty of breathing and fainting fits, anxiety of conscience as if a crime had been committed. He is inconsolable with complaints and he laments, hypochondrial humor with restlessness and anxiety fear of solitude of specters of robbers he desires to hide himself indecision and changeable humor with demands that at one one time and then something else for at another time he rejects everything after having obtained it he has despair he finds no rest especially at night he has despondency weariness of life inclination to suicide or excessive fear of death which sometimes which is sometimes believed to be very near. Great sensibility and scrupulousness of conscience. Um, he has gloomy ideas as if he had offended all the world. Ill humor, impatience, vexation, inclination to be angry, repugnance to conversation, inclination to criticize, and great susceptibility, caustic and gesturing spirit. His extreme sensibility in all organs, all noise, conversation, and clear lights are insupportable. His great apathy and indifference, weakness of memory, stupidity and dullness, delirium, great flow of ideas, loss of consciousness and sensation. So arsenicum is an amazing remedy for the, the tremendous fear of loss and the anticipation of that loss. So uh, like I said, it's and that I, a lot of people today are now they're experiencing that. At first, they were fear of getting sick. Now they're in fear of the loss of their livelihood, their savings. The, you know, the economy is going to crash. And so these are the types of fears that are setting in now, and and justly so in the sense that yes, we don't know what our future holds, and so arsenic may be a very very good remedy for all of us to have on hand for persons who tend to go into that panic. Another remedy that's, it's basically a cell salt. Um, we always think of Kelcarb for fear of monsters. Little kids, you know, tend to have fear of monsters. Well, then when we have, move into Kelk floor, Kelk 
Calcara florata, which is, like I said, a cell salt. And with that, there is, there can be like a fear of financial loss and of poverty. And again, that kind of goes along with the arsenicum, but it's not, it's not the high anxiety. Um, and I mean, excuse me, the high restlessness as with arsenicum, but it does definitely have a fear of financial loss and of poverty. And so I wanted to throw that in here as well. Uh, mind, indecision, anxiety about money matters, and fear of want. So when we say fear of want, it's it's definitely very financial and the, of that financial loss. So do think about that one. Like I said, cell salts are always a really good remedy. Any of the cell salts are always good to think about during times of stress, especially to boost our immune system. So Calflor may be the cell salt of this time. <laughs> okay. And another one that's not necessarily for fear is Costacum. And I've thrown that in here because Costacum is the remedy. Uh, the, the mentals of Costacum are they have a need for justice. They always want to see justice fulfilled. So you're going to have very often many leaders are of the causticum disposition. But at the same time, there can be an imbalance with that as well. So that's really good to remember that, I mean, we can always go over the top. <laughs> we have to have balance if our lives are to have full meaning and if we're, we hope to accomplish what we set out to accomplish. So with causticum, like I said, it's like I said, not so much for fear as it is for anxiety of heart. Desire for justice can bring on mirthfulness and ill humor, melancholy and vexations, restlessness with the apprehension and sensitiveness of disposition. And they can become very quarrelsome, very, very quarrelsome. One of the things about, that's why I say causticum can help to bring balance and bring that quarrelsomeness down. And there are a lot of people who they will lash out at anyone if someone gets in their way or if they think that someone's not totally on their side because their desire for justice is so great. And we see that we're seeing that right now, even among persons who all have the same mindset and they're all trying to do the right thing for, for the country, trying to keep, you know, vaccinations from becoming mandatory. And they're trying to keep, you know, Bitcoin from becoming the only form of currency and are becoming the only law that we have. And they argue amongst each other. And like I said, it's not, they're not intending to separate, but at the same time, the people get confused. And so they get a mixed message and then they don't know who to follow because we have to admit the fact that we're like sheep and we're just going to follow the guy with the, you know, the longest staff type of thing, because that's just the way we are. Human nature being what it is, we seek a good leader or we're lost and confused. So with the Costacum message, like I said, they tend to have a mistrust of the future and discouragement, irascibility and passion with great sensitiveness. They have a wrangling spirit, indisposition indis to labor, disposition to be frightened, weakness of memory, absence of mind. So when we have that desire for justice and then it starts to get confused, please don't hesitate to give someone Costacum because we do need people who are strong and the Costacum person is very, very strong. It's just that they can, they can get sidetracked and they can get, start wandering in the wrong direction. So let's help them with homeopathic remedies. All right. Probably one of the most famous as far as stage fright and apprehension, we know to be gelsemium, yellow and cowardly. He is fearful and wants, 
And I mean, it's the he can wet his pants type of fear. He needs courage. It's the guy in the foxhole that is supposed to jump out and run and throw the grenade into the where the machine guns are. They shake and tremble type of fear. It's the number one for post-traumatic stress disorder, shell shock, nervous, weak, shivering. They can have diarrhea, preceding physical and mental weakness and exhaustion. Gelsemium is the epitome of fright. It's the kind of remedy that the army man, he'll, his hair will literally turn white overnight. It has such a profound effect on the physical person. And I think, you know, when it comes right down to it, a lot of us have these moments at certain times. I can remember I had to give a speech before the health committee. And I was shaking so bad when I was trying to drive. I was alone and I was just shaking. I pulled the vehicle over on the side of the road. I dug through my kit and I found gelsemium and I sat there and I took two or three doses. I waited five minutes until I started to calm down. And I did start to calm down. And then I actually had some essential oil with me. I think some um, orange or something that was very calming. And then I went on and I gave a wonderful speech. But I was so scared because it meant so much to me. And so that gelsemium is, you know, it can be that, it can give that kind of courage. It can turn you from a yellow, shivering, shaking, (laughs) I can't take it type person into, you know, one who can get the job done. So John H. Clark writes, mind has great irritability, does not wish to be spoken to, sensitive, desires to be left alone, incapacity to think or fix attention, carelessness followed by depression of spirits, unconnected ideas, cannot follow an idea for any length of time, If he attempts to think consecutively, he is attacked by a painful, vacant feeling of the mind, loss of memory with headache, unconsciousness, delirium and sleep, half awake with incoherent talk, acts as if crazy, brandishes a sword in a threatening manner, (laughs) stupor, cannot open his eyes, dullness of the mental faculties, sensation of intoxication with diarrhea, cataleptic immobility with dilated pupils, closed eyes but but conscious. Confusion when attempting to move. The muscles refuse to obey the will. His head is giddy. Strong inclination to suicide. Want to throw myself from a height. Invariably think of going to the window. This is succeeded by an inclination to weep and generally have a good cry. And while the desire to throw myself from the height lasts, I clench my hands and nervous rigors run all over my body, down finger, down to my fingers and toes. It seems as if I should lose my senses, dread of being alone, afraid of what might happen, think I may lose self-control. These feelings are followed by a strong inclination to talk or write, increased sense of mental capacity and memory. Every exciting news causes diarrhea, had bad effects from fright and fear. Cowardice. It is the number one remedy for cowardice that we have know in the Materia Medica. It is absolutely amazing. So that's a really good remedy for all of us these days as well. So then we, you know, everybody's like, okay, Sue, when are you going to talk about lycopodium? (laughs) Here I am right now. Lycopodium is another remedy that's famous for panic attacks, of breaking down under stress, of failure, public speaking, stage fright, of men, strangers, to be alone, of the dark, ghosts, going out of the house, of being unable to reach the destination, of everything. No, the thing is, is I, I will say when, when all of us as homeopaths learn about lycopodium, we have this vision of this very slightly built person, sweaty palms, you know, like silica, which is all brain and no brawn, lycopodium is very slight in stature as well. And so we tend to think of that. But you know what? I think it just about every time in our lives, all of us have need of lycopodium at some time or another. It's anytime there's indigestion, um, you know, flatulence from four to eight in the evening, 
that type of thing. But it's also amazing for want of grit when it comes to standing up for what we need to stand up for. And we don't have the capacity to do that. I always, my two favorite remedies to give for like someone who needs to give a speech or someone who has to go do something. And I didn't know about this at the time when I took gelsemium for that one speech, but lycopodium and silica taking an alternating fashion can pretty much help anyone get through a speech or something that they need to do. When they have to do something they want to do, but they have physically feel that they can't. Lycopodium is absolutely amazing. The mind of the lycopodium patient is silent, melancholic, and has peevish humor. Despair of eternal salvation, desponding, grieving mood, sadness when hearing distant music, anguish, especially in the region of the epigastrum, with melancholic and has a disposition to weep, fits of anger, or on the approach of other persons, sensitive disposition, dread of men, desires to be alone, or else aversion to solitude, excitement after a glass of wine, almost mischievous, must laugh if anyone looks at her to say anything serious, inclined to laugh and cry at the same time, irritability and susceptibility with tears, irascibility, obstinacy, estrangement and frenzy, which manifest themselves by envy, reproaches, arrogance, and overbearing conduct, disposition to be very haughty when sick, mistrustful, desires not to understand anything one says to him, memory is weak, Character, mild and submissive, complete indifference, aversion to speaking, fatigue from intellectual exertion, and incapability of devotion to mental labor, giddiness, inability to express oneself correctly, misapplication of words and syllables, confusion of speech about everyday things, but rational talking on abstract subjects, inability to remember what is read, stupefaction, and dullness. Okay, again, we all need that remedy, right? <laughs> I, I, I really do like this remedy. I, very often when I'm at a loss of what to give someone, I'll give like a podium to buy some time. Because like I said, it has such a profound effect on digestion and overall balance. It's, it, it is really amazing remedy. And like I said, I like to give it in alternation with silica because now we're going to talk about silica, which is the remedy, again, for, I say, want of grit. But silica is, in general, Rajan Sankaran, he talks about silica. And the silica patient is one who fears what others think about him. Now, we don't we stop and think about it. Okay, you know what? That's pretty much all of America today. We all care so deeply about what other people think of us. We don't want to embarrass ourselves in public. We do everything we can to just like have no scandal. We want everyone to think well of us. Um, we just, and we fear that they're not going to think well of us. And that is why so many of us don't speak up when we need to. I, I you know, honestly, I think 90% of Americans today care so deeply about what others think about them that they're never going to speak up in public for fear mm -hmm. that they won't be taken well. Well, you know what? I just I just think that all of us need to kind of get over that. I really, really do. The silica person tends to have despondency, melancholy, and disposition to weep, nostalgia, anxiety, and agitation, yielding, anxious mood, taciturnity, concentration in self, inquietude, and ill humor on the least provocation arising from excessive nervous debility, scruples of conscience about trifles, restless and fidgety, Great liability to be frightened, especially by least noise, discouragement, moroseness, ill humor, and despair, with intense weariness of life, wishes to be dispositioned to fly into a rage, obstinacy, and great irritability, 
The child becomes obstinate and headstrong, cries when kindly spoken to, excitement with easy blood flow, repugnance to labor, apathy and indifference, weakness to memory, of memory, incapacity for reflection, great distraction, tendency to misapply words in speaking, fixed ideas, the patient thinks only of pins, fears them, searches for them, and counts them carefully. <laughs> I love that statement. I, you know, obviously there are so many more things in life that are, are sharp now than just, just pins. Um, but it, it, seriously, people are really, really afraid of needles and things like that. That's the silica disposition. But again, silica alternating with lycopodium, it is amazing how people can gain courage from taking those two remedies. Because, like I said, I think today so many of us are so afraid of what people think of us, and we just we just don't we we would rather take a beating than to offend anyone or to have them think ill of us. And you know, the one thing I remember back a few years ago, there was some laws changing, and I was someone said something to me, and they accused me of being what was the word um, judgmental. <laughs> And they accused me of being judgmental over, I can't even remember what it was now. But anyway, I can remember look, turning to them and looking at them and, I, and saying, you call me judgmental and yet you are judging me for having a strong opinion. I think you better rethink your use of that word. And they just looked at me like, oh, oh my gosh. But it's true. We have been so dummied down to, to believe that we have no right to think the thoughts that we're thinking, to, to want to be in charge of our own family's health and welfare and education. And now we're being told that it's, you know, the job of the government. It takes a village to raise a child, da, 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 da. That's socialism, you know? And it's okay to speak up and say, no, I want to be in charge of my home, my family. I want to have a voice in my community. I want my voice to be heard in government. And like I said, government is so corrupt now, guys. I mean, obviously, if you listen to my story, Sue's story in our members group, I've told my story. I have my records. And I, I believed in, you know, politicians. I was a girl stater for crying out loud. And I loved politics. I just thought, oh, my goodness, we can do all these things. We can. <laughs> it doesn't work like that. You know, like I said, votes go to the highest bidder. And no one lasts in politics unless they're willing to sell out to that highest bidder. It's just the way it is. I'm sorry to say. It's sad. But human nature is weak, and we get dummied down. It's not like we go in with good intentions, but after a while we have to make this concession or that concession. Pretty soon we've completely sold ourselves out. And it's, it, it, would, it takes super, super natural powers to keep from becoming, like I said, a politician. <laughs> Anyway, the last remedy I want to touch on here is zinc. Uh, um, and zinc is, again, it's, it's not such a remedy for, of, of like fright or want of grit, but it is a remedy that um, persons who develop chorea, in other words, ticks, you know, like tick dolorex, from fright, they can have fright of robbers. They can, starting from fright, they tend to become hypersensitive to noises and things like that. And so, yes, that 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 fright, that starting um, fright, um, stares as a frightened on walking, rolls ahead from side to side, fears being arrested on account of an imagined crime. And so, I, I'm putting this in here because, oddly enough, zinc is one of the supplements that we need to have a strong immune system. And when it is lacking in our diet or when it's lacking in our system, then all of these things, you know, we tend to become 
more afraid. We tend, all of our senses heightened, like I said. So, and, and zinc, I run a store, so I know how hard it is. We can't get it right now. I have zinc with elderberry, like cough drops or whatever in the store that are all natural. But the actual zinc supplement, we've, it's been on back order now for over a month. And so we, we haven't been able to get it. But the point is, is you can take the zinc homeopathic remedy so that your body help, does recognize the bit of zinc that you are getting in your hopefully good quality diet and reads it better so that you're utilizing that zinc supplement or the zinc food minerals in the food that you are eating. And so you get the best possible read on those things. So I just wanted to mention that because zinc, like I said, Kent writes that zinc has a hypochondrial humor, thoughts of death, as if the end were approaching. And you know what? And a lot of people are saying that right now. Oh my gosh, what's going to happen? Is this the end of the world? You know? And so, like I said, zinc is definitely something that we need to look at. Fear of robbers or of frightful specters states as if frightened, stares as if frightened and walking and the patient is powerfully affected by conversation or by noise, irascibility and impatience, tendency to fits of passion and great uneasiness when left alone, aversion to labor, fickle, with sadness towards noon and joy in the evening or vice versa, weakness of memory, forgetfulness, stinging pains in the head, inconquerable drowsiness after prolonged night watching, absence of ideas, difficult concentration, incoherent ideas, thoughtlessness and dullness of intellect repeats all questions before answering them. So like I said, it's just a remedy that I think is really good for our times right now. And I just, I wanted to throw it in there. I have a few other remedies listed and it'll be in our mom, our members corner, this, this little printout here that you can just kind of look at some of the things that um, some of the other remedies that we have in here. So anyway, with that, like I said, I just wanted to touch on the fact that as a society, we need to become more courageous and we need to be ready to fight for our rights as a country, not let things just, you know, happen and sit here and think we have nothing that we can do about it. All right. I, I, I Like I said, I, I didn't want to get anyone down or anything. I think this is exciting. I think we're living through exciting times because it's forcing us out of our complacency. It's forcing us to be more charitable towards our neighbor and trying to be more helpful. And like I said, I think good will come out of it if we all work really, really hard to see it as something that God is allowing us to go through for our spiritual welfare. Because face it, folks, our our soul is more important than our bodies. <laughs> and we tend to forget that. We always, we're so busy trying to take care of our bodies that we forget our soul needs courage and nourishment as well. We need that charity of heart. So with courage, it's easier to have charity because we're not so afraid all the time. We're not so afraid to turn around and help our neighbor. We're not afraid that, you know, oh my gosh, what's going to happen if I do this? What if I speak up? No, speak up. Start doing what needs to be done. All right. With that, I hope you have a great summer. May God bless you and yours. Thanks for listening to this episode of Homeopathy for Mommies radio show. Please visit Sue on her website, homeopathyformommies.com, and join us right here at homeopathyformommiesradio.com, Wednesday, noon Eastern. As always, we pray the Lord blesses you with good health, vitality, strength, and wisdom.